Welcome. So here you are. Here I am. If you're new, my name is Chris, and I love to help people move from feeling overwhelmed into a clear next step. And so if you want to listen to the last episode, you can listen to it on the seasons because what we're doing now for this year is a focus. It's a journey. I'm calling it 10,000 Steps. And what does it mean to really live out a clear mission and build a healthy community? So last week, as I talked through this seasons idea, I want to focus in more on what it means to really be, be in that spring season when you start taking action because that's the focus uh, of really what I'm right now in for this next few podcasts. How do you keep taking action every day? We want to move it forward. And it's not as complicated as you think. It is pretty simple. It's part mindset, part strategy. So we want to do both. And I'm going to give you four um, actions that are going to help you do that. Four actions to take action. Eh, You like that? Okay, so before I do that, I need to tell you about two kinds of people that I have mad respect for in regards to their work. Number one, those who are on the hunt for their quest. Desire is their word. They want to do work that makes them feel amazing. Um, I had a client friend say to me uh, recently, I loved that feeling of flow when she had done something in regards to her mission. And uh, that was awesome. So for this, for this first uh, kind of person, they are experimenting. They haven't bought into the lie that life is one long slog until retirement. They know failure is getting what you thought you wanted. So, so some stuff happens and you get there and you're like, ah, this isn't enough. And they know success is getting your true desire. So they don't want to let go till they really get in touch with who they are. So first kind of person I have mad respect for, the, those on the hunt. The second group, it's those that are actually doing that work. So they're not hunting and just trying to figure out. They're actually pretty zeroed in. So the first group zeroing in, this group is zeroed in. Execution is their word. They know there's a daily battle. Uh, bus- busyness and time wasters can threaten their mental well-being, and they fight to stay focused. Now, here's the thing. It is so freaking hard to rise above the pressure and distractions and to stay laser focused on doing the work that you want to do, not the work you feel pressured to do. So I want to help you shift from being that first kind of person, desire, to that second kind of person, execution. So here's how we're going to do it. First, you keep going back. If you want to be the kind of person that moves from desire to execution, you've got to keep going back. Here's what I mean. It's not just a quest to figure out what you do. It's a quest to continually figure out who you are and to live out of that. Because when you know who you are, then you bring the fullness of you into what you do. Nothing stays the same. Life is dynamic. Everyone loses clarity in some way on a daily basis, but the pros return. The pros keep coming back. They, they go back to doing things that light their eyes up. They resist what dulls them. The more you relax into who you already are, the more you will continue to recognize lost clarity. I loved Transformers as a kid. Uh, I don't know if uh, you ever played with those or watched the cartoon, but I would mimic the sounds made on the cartoon as they transformed back and forth with this mechanized sound effect. Uh, And we'd do it as kids, and I remember me and my brother playing, and the slobber and spit were real. Let me just say that. But the Transformer had to protect their spark. No spark, no life. Total nerd moment here, right? Few 
will allow their spark to be stirred up into a vision of what could be and should be in the mission of their life. Numbing out is way easier. And frankly, sometimes it hurts to have a spark when reality is a letdown. But I want to ask you to do something for yourself that will benefit us all. Protect your spark. Protect it. Continually resolve open loops that keep you from being able to be present here now. Frame your work from a mindset of mission. You're helping people. You're helping your friends. You're helping your loved ones. Every time I stumble, it's because I have open loops that I haven't resolved and I'm moving sideways in my head rather than forward or I'm not framing what I do in a way of here to serve. I get blocked up hiding a part of who I am or I try to prove something. Just be. This is how the pursuit of mission grows you. Uh, quote from The War of Art, probably the book that I've given away the most, the more important a call or action is to our soul's evolution, the more resistance we will feel toward pursuing it. You're going to be resisted. The obstacles want to snuff out your spark. Don't let it. Hold that future vision in your heart. Be fully engaged in the present. Unblocked passion okay, is going to develop your perseverance. Because once it's unblocked, you can't stop it. It won't get shut down. And so there's so many people that try to motivate us to try harder. It's not about motivating us to try harder. It's about ceasing to BS yourself about what you really desire. So let me bring it in with you again. If your eyes aren't lit up, you won't light theirs up. If we have to ask if you're passionate about it, you're not. Uh, when there's passion, you get excited, even when it costs. Just a couple nights ago, I watched my youngest daughter tear up. Uh, we told her that she could move up a level in gymnastics. And skill-wise, she's been ready. But um, after going out on my own and pursuing this path and growing this company, it just takes time to build things up. And so we told her that a couple nights ago. And, we, and of course, now she's got to be at the gym five hours a week rather than two. So I'm crying out of sadness that I'll take her. <laughs> Uh, but she's crying tears because she gets to practice her passion. This is phenomenal to me. And uh, listen, if you want to be the kind of person that moves from desire to execution, keep going back to desire. To desire. Number two, forget the ducks. Forget the ducks. People that move from desire to execution don't try to get all their ducks in a row. Uh, they just start the thing that others make excuses about, oh, I'll start sometime. Don't think about the wasted time. It doesn't matter how many minutes, hours, days, months, or years. Start now. Start now. It's so easy for me in the daily rhythm maybe to lose focus a little bit and to beat myself up and, ah, I just wasted that time. Once you get into a place of recognizing when focus or clarity is gone, you'll return back to it quicker. Don't shame yourself. It will not help you. Just learn to recognize when something is distracting you to try to get your ducks in a row rather than taking action. A few years ago, uh, I was working on a dissertation, and I've told this story one other time on the podcast, so I'll just tell it really quick now. Uh, it was a test of willpower, like few things I've experienced. Um, I mean, I'm having to sit at my desk uh, sometimes on Saturdays, and it's beautiful, and I want to go play with my kids, and it was just a really long slog. And uh, I went at it, and a couple of my chapters got ripped to shreds, and I had to go back to the drawing board, and it just sat there 
for months. I mean, my office was right by the front door. I'd see my desk and just look at it, and it's growing in my mind. And after a few months of putting it off, it's like, okay, I've got to sit down and do this. And I sit down in the chair, and I turn around, and now all my books... um, we had moved and, and a story that I don't need to tell in the podcast. Uh, all my books were at one point organized, but they all got trashed and into the floor. And then I had to just throw them back up on shelves. Um, after we had moved, I never reorganized them. And so I, I've got this big library behind me and I'm needing to start my dissertation, but I hear my books whispering, Hey, organize us. Hey, organize us, organize us. Um, this sneaky little desire surfaced, right? Hey, why don't you organize your library? It's a mess. Then you start the work. I recognize that sneaky resistance for what it was. Thank you, Stephen Pressfield, for writing The War of Art. The temptation to organize my library helped me recognize what I needed to work on. See, this is why I like having a plan. Having a plan helps me determine what needs to change. I'm not rigidly tied to the plan, but because I have a plan, I can recognize what change is necessary. The plan helps me pay attention to my intuition. A plan for the day, week, month, quarter means I can decide, is this a distraction or an opportunity? So keep going back to desire. Forget the ducks. Third, get your baby steps down. All right? Get your baby steps down. Here's the thing. People that move from desire to execution, they're content with baby steps. They don't need giant leaps. They know the compounding impact of effort every day means more than superhuman willpower. I don't know. I feel like I should say that again. The compounding impact of effort every day means more than superhuman willpower. So take what you're doing, and if you're struggling, and if you've unblocked desire, and you really do want the result of what that thing is going to give you, um, and you really want to go after whatever that thing is, break it down into a smaller step. Keep breaking it down, breaking it down, breaking it down. Uh, even to use the example of my dissertation, most of what I try to build my life around, I want to enjoy, enjoy the process and the result. I did not enjoy the process of writing that. And it was hard, but I got to break it down small. Let me just type this sentence. Let me just type this paragraph. Let me just type this half a page. Um, I like trail running. I don't necessarily like road running. So sometimes I'm out on a run and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to go to that next tree. I'm just going to go to that next tree. Okay, so get your baby steps down. Fourth, this one's so fun. And it's going to be countercultural, <laughs> but you got to do it. Leave stuff undone. Leave stuff undone. Look, every life has craziness that drowns out the small actions that matter. We're talking about small actions, right? Now, anybody can get clarity on a mountaintop or a retreat, but how do you get it in the craziness when it gets drowned out? Leave unessential things undone. People secure in who they are, they get it. There are really, in regards to the way that people react to the shoulds, those that reject the conventional norms and don't feel like they've got to play along like everybody else, and they're happy. And those that get mad for the ones not conforming and going along. Guess what? You probably have a ton of obligations on your calendar that don't matter jack. But but what do they think about me if I don't do it? I don't know. I know that I've quit things and I've stopped things and I say no to things. 
and I've got beautiful friendships and I've got a family that I enjoy and the craziness of running after a passion and a vision. Um, you're going to have to figure this one out for yourself, but I can tell you fear wants to trick you. It wants you to feel cozy in a false way. It's got a cheap warmness that doesn't last. It's cheap comfort to answer the disturbance you feel in regards to your spark, and it wants to just numb you out with busyness or meaningless tasks. Find the fear, because when you're surrounded by the darkness, you will see the light breaking in for the next step. So find something to leave undone so you can do the better thing. What are you leaving undone? Now, I want to take these ideas and zero them in into what I call our mission quest document or our mission document. If you are listening to this and you are not in the coaching program that's going through this, you can write this out. Uh, If you are in the coaching program, then you have your sheet in front of you. Either way, I'm going to walk you through it and you can apply it and wrestle with it. Now, so if you're in the coaching program, you got the sheet in front of you. If you don't, just take a piece of paper out and write at the top of it, credibility, struggle, superpower, credibility, struggle, superpower. Here's the way you want to think about this. Credibility. If you were to tell me one thing that makes you credible for pursuing the mission that you want to pursue, what is it? Um, And don't think in terms of what I need to prove to others. This is from you. What do you think makes you credible for the mission you want to go after? Struggle. Tell me about how you've struggled with the mission you want to go after. Just one, one phrase, one sentence. Because, again, if I hear you Establish credibility and share your struggle, I, I'm, I'm in. I'm going to listen to you because you've given me authority and empathy. Now, I want to hear your superpower too. That's the third thing. I want to hear what you're passionately, magically working, what you're passionately working on to develop a sense of magic in, like you're this, this uh, wizard or magician, but you know it's come through lots of hard work. Okay? You got it? Now, you see... There, if you're in the coaching program, if not, just write um, on your page, mission. And I'm going to give you a template that I learned from somebody else. His name is Brendan Burchard, a motivational guy. But I think this is really simple and clear, uh, a, a way to think about how to focus your mission. Okay, here it is. I help people become blank so they know and understand blank so they will blank. Now, I'm not going to say it over again. If you're listening to the podcast, you just have to rewind it and go back through that. But fill in those blanks. Wrestle with it. It will take you time. The more you've got to wrestle with it, um, probably, most likely, the more unique thing that you have to do or the earlier on you are in your journey in wrestling with this. So uh, don't be hard on yourself. Sit with it. Now, I want to help you really focus your day into actions they're going to make the biggest difference. So you can see, if you're looking at the page or you can just listen to me now, bolded, what bothers you? I want you to write down three things that bother you. I am bothered blank. I am bothered blank. I am bothered blank. Three things that you're bothered by. Um, and then I want you to think about the who. So you can write who on there. If you're following along in your document, you'll see the three groups. The people I know, the thousand, the people I impact, the hundred, and the people I serve, the ten. Now, here's what I want you to do. I want you to take what bothers you and take that relational breakdown, and now you're going to write out what I do. What I do. And I do three things. What do you do for the thousand? 
what do you do for the hundred and what do you do for the ten? Boom, boom, boom. And I want you to look at how it matches up with what bothers you. So think about it. What bothers you at a big level? So what can you do for the people you know? Now, you say, I don't have time with my current job to do these things. If we unblock passion, you'll find time. If it's night, if it's waking up early, uh, if you are able to build your own calendar, then what does it look like for you to get these three things done before, you know, 10 a.m., right? Structure it so that you say, this is the main work I do. This is what I'm going after. Uh, hey, if you're listening to this and you have questions and you want to hit me up, reach out. I'll try to help out where I can. If you're in the coaching program, we'll be chatting on it. Thanks for being along for the podcast. Why don't you uh, leave some things undone? Get after that mission. Peace.